Hello, thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Daniel. This is Danielle. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, welcome to the podcast where we are talking through the scripture. Uh, We get to sit down and have a conversation about the sermon of the day and things that kind of stuck out to us. You know, we're going through the five questions that we ask ourselves, the narration. We, We tell it back to each other. Then contemplation, what are we thinking about because of the sermon? connection. How are we seeing it making connection to our lives? Then questions. What are some of the questions that pastor brought out? What are some of the questions that we're asking because of it? And finally, application. How do we actually apply that? So let's talk about the narration of it. He had, today we're talking about uh, courageous communion. You know, our theme for the year is courageous. And he's been talking through the year and today was courageous communion. And he had two main points, uh, the bread of spiritual fellowship with the body of Christ, and then the cup of spiritual partnership through the blood of Christ. And he wrapped this whole thing around uh, the Greek word koinonia, and uh, on all the different times that it shows up through uh, the New Testament and how we can apply it to our lives he was talking about, you know, contribution and partnership and communion and common. They all have the root word of koinonia mm-hmm. and how each of those things, we're partnering in different ways uh, with each other, with uh, the Holy Spirit, with Jesus, and how um, each of those, those aspects are really very important and very intentional. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It was great. And I think the thing, I'm going to jump ahead to contemplation because that's a good narration. Do it. The thing that really kind of struck me when I first heard the message title and even t- tonight as we're recording this and thinking back on it, the title, Courageous Communion. You know, he's been talking all year so far about the courage to move forward and courage to make brave choices and things like that. But courageous communion you don't often think of communion as something that takes courage especially um fellowship or partnership but to to have true communion and true partnership and true fellowship it does it takes a lot of courage yeah how so well i think we to do that we have to be known and to be known, we have to be vulnerable. And, you know, we study Latin with our girls. Um, and the root word for vulnerable is vulness, which means wound. Yeah. So it vulness, vulnerable, it means able to be wounded. And so we, you know, we're not saying like, hey, everybody, come on, let's be wounded together. Yeah. But when we are opening our hearts when we're sharing our souls we're taking down our outer shell 
and opening ourselves up to be known um, because that's where the real life transformation happens and when we do that we can we take a risk and if you're listening and you've been hurt before especially in the body of Christ you know that's not the heart of Christ but there's also I I guess we want to encourage and challenge you to to try again because doing this alone it's hard it's not it's not what we're made to we're made to be like the book of acts they had all things in common yeah we're made to have things in common and and as christians we do have the greatest thing in common we are image bearers of christ we're made we're made in his image but also we hold him to be what is true and what is good and so we do have have things in common so that's what that's what i was thinking about courageous communion and i know it wasn't necessarily what what he was talking about but my brain spent a lot of time thinking about those two words so it's it's interesting i went in a in a little different direction um because when in communion when he's having that final moment with the disciples and he's saying as you drink this you're you're identifying with my death yeah and so how do we reconcile for identifying with his death by by saying jesus you're my lord you're my savior and taking that communion and then line that up against being known because that's all true it's they're not right. mutually exclusive so as we're saying it's it's no longer i who live but christ in me like paul did and just being fully known by god like what what does that look like by saying, you know, I, I identify as a Christian, I, as a follower of Christ, I, I want to live as he lived, and but still being known. Because there seems to be a, a con, almost a conflict of, you know, a death to self, but being fully known. I don't think it's a conflict. I think that's the beauty of it, that we are fully known by Christ. And we don't have to choose him to be fully known. He knows us yeah. already. And he he knows every part of us, every good, honorable thought and every not honorable thought and choice and motive. He knows us and he still came yeah. and said, this is my body. This is my blood poured out for you. And so I don't think it's a conflict. I think it's this incredible hospitality, since we're talking about the table. There's this incredible welcoming and love and hospitality. And if, you know, we talk about being vulnerable in community, everyone else in the community is also someone that has sinned. Yeah. And if anyone had the ability to shame us or point us out or condemn us, it would be a fully righteous God. And he doesn't. Right. And so as followers of Christ, 
we need to one rest in that that he knows us and he's still chosen to lay down his life for us and second that as his followers imitating him we need to extend that to one another too and know that that our brothers and sisters in Christ are striving to be like him but that no one's perfect no one has it all figured out and and maybe you have it figured out in you know maybe you've conquered a certain sin and you have money management under control and time management under control but perhaps you're completely you um, not having it together in communication or something right. where the other person is good at communication but you know what I'm saying like we c- we need to not compare one another but instead embrace one another in the same hospitality that Christ has given us because yeah. um, the thing that we have in common that's the word koinonia the thing that we have in common is that we were made in God's image mm-hmm. we failed in our sin Christ has redeemed us and he is our Lord and now we are the body of Christ those are things that we have in common and that's what pastor read 1 Corinthians 10 he says when we bless the cup at the Lord's table aren't we sharing in the blood of Christ and when we break the bread aren't we sharing in the body of Christ and though we are many we all eat from one loaf showing that we are one body like yeah we come from different backgrounds or um, maybe we even believe different things about some more minor theology things and yeah we have different struggles different fears but we're one body Yeah, he's made us one he is the great unifier that's good that's good thanks <laughs> so the connection I was I was thinking about was one of the, the last verses that he shared was 2 Corinthians 13 14 and it's may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Spirit be with you all. And he he focused a lot on the fellowship of the Holy Spirit and how we can we can have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And and like you said, that's one of the great unifiers. Yeah. But. A different thought that I had was that is written to each of us specifically. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. May the love of God be with you. With and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Grace, love, and fellowship. So beautiful. To to each of those who sit at the communion table. They have this as they as they approach Christ with humility they receive grace love and fellowship forgiveness pardon and family it's wow it's such a beautiful verse and i've really i've not i i've read that verse lots of times yeah but i've never really thought about it in a way that is written to me and those three things are so very encompassing of of me as a an individual as a father as a husband as an employee as just 
a human trying to walk this life out that grace is extended love is extended and fellowship is extended i really see like acceptance and belonging in that yeah that we are accepted as his beloved and we belong there and then also we belong to each other mm -hmm. and we need each other we just we do. we're not designed to be silos you know it's it's just me and jesus that's it's not it's not biblical yeah that's not biblical christianity we're designed to do this in community and it gets so very messy because people come with all the baggage that people come with well people have been hurt yeah absolutely right? there is legitimate hurt and pain but we're still designed to walk through it together yeah and I think just remembering the like the hu the humanity of it, like yeah, we yes, this sister in Christ has been hurt in this way, but I've been hurt or sinned in a different way, mm -hmm. and not like oh everyone has issues. Like I don't mean it like that, but like just remembering like everyone's trying, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. and like to just meet people with that same grace and love and fellowship. And remembering what we have in common. Yeah. That was one of the last things he said. Where biblical communion focuses on what we have in common, not on our differences. We get to come to the communion table. That's good. Let's pray. Together, yeah. Yeah. Jesus, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for this week that as we embark on, on work and school and life, that we're not in this alone that we have believers around us encouraging us. We have fellowship with your Holy Spirit. God, we thank you for those gifts. Help us to, to seek you out through this week and celebrate when we find you and encourage others to seek after you. Thank you that we get to come to the communion table and partake in the life and death and resurrection of Christ. We love you so much. Amen. Amen. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.